Hey, Northeast Pennsylvania, you're here with the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. It's uh, 4.11 here in the studios in Pittston, 39 degrees. It says some heavy rain outside, so be careful. I see some freezing mix mixing in out there. So again, be careful tonight. It doesn't look like this rain is letting up anytime soon. We're going to be dealing with it most of the night until tomorrow morning. So again, be careful out there. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. Well, like every Tuesday, we bring in Tommy Marquez, our uh, Navy veteran who uh, was a senior staffer in Congress for many years, and now he helps our veterans wherever he can and gives them the advice of the things they've earned and what they can do to uh, track those things down. Tommy, thanks for joining us on this Thanksgiving week. Hey, thank you for having me, Rob. And before I get started, and, and, and listen, I have a very important update for veterans who were affected by the COVID mandates in the military. But uh, before I get started into that, I want to tell you every year I, I try to reflect this whole week and give thanks uh, for my many blessings in life. And one of the things I want to really give is to you, Rob. You, your show is phenomenal, and you've provided me an opportunity to reach uh, veterans, uh, service members, people, and just, you know, you're a conduit to getting out information to them to help improve their lives and, and for that i'm very thankful and also for your friendship and your continued service to our country rob well thank you tommy and it, you you give a great service to our veterans and if i can amplify that i'm going to do it every chance i could get no i appreciate that well hey i finally got some good news on some of these COVID stories that we had over the last three years you guys ready for some craziness <laughs> the united states army um my new favorite branch, because my niece goes to West Point, and I, I know that strikes you odd there, Rob. Uh-huh. I know. Uh, and the Army, if you remember, or the DOD as a whole, separated about 8,400 service members due to refusal for COVID vaccination. Now, there was some personnel who were allowed to stay in due to different reasons for refusing the vaccine. Most of those were religious exemptions. But this all came about because, if you guys remember, back in August of 2021, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin released a memo saying that service members who did not get the vaccine were going to be discharged. And they pushed a really hard narrative, whether you like it or not, to give them the least possible discharge status so what that means is you know they were honorable but you could get them out with other than honorable or a general do that make it punitive as much as possible and we know that to be a fact due to memos that were released to congress and committed testimony well you know what we all said was going to happen happened and turns out that the army can't meet their recruiting goals again in fact the army uh missed a recruiting goal this last year by fifteen thousand recruits and so the Army uh, had the biggest miss of uh, recruitment goals over the Marine Corps, Navy, everybody else. And they also know that in 2023, the National Defense Authorization Act, uh, Congress finally did something good for all of you guys who hate Congress. They finally did something good. They mandated 
that the military rescind the COVID vaccine. So the Army looked at this, and they looked at it from a different approach than did the Marine Corps, Navy, and Air Force to this point. They said, hey, you know what? We're missing these recruiting goals. We don't have enough people in. Our retention rates are also low, and morale is, is pretty low just in general. So let's put out a memo. And the Army, to their credit, they got out ahead of this. And what the Army did, and, and I'm sure several people have seen it, they put out a memo and they said, hey, dear, you know, Army service member, and they put it out to all 1,903 service members who were separated, and they, they, they mailed them a letter saying, hey, dear Army person who was separated, you may have gotten a dishonorable discharge, even though technically no one did. Uh, you may have gotten a general or an other than honorable, and that may have negatively affected you. Let me assure you, if you didn't get an honorable discharge, it guaranteed to have given you a less than uh, a positive experience getting out of the military. Because one, they're not eligible for their VA benefits in a lot of cases. Two, it's hard to get employment. And three, it was just unjust. They, they were separated early, right? So you expect to be in maybe six more months to a year, four years, whatever it may be, or maybe you were 16 years in and you were close to 20 and they got separated. So it adversely affected them. But the Army said, hey, since that happened and things have kind of changed, we're going to do you guys a favor. We're going to allow you to petition to have your discharge upgraded. That's right. We just, out of the kindness of our hearts, now feel that eh, maybe we overreacted on the whole COVID thing. And uh, if you petition filing a DD Form 293 or a DD Form 149, we're most likely going to upgrade your discharge. And in fact, when we're doing that, we also want to let you know that if you want to come back into the Army, active duty or reserves, go talk to a recruiter. They'll probably let you back in. Now, is this because of the kindness of their hearts and they realize they made a mistake and they want to fix it? Now, the Army knows this is coming down the line and simultaneously they can't meet the recruiting goals. So this is a quick fix for them. Now, the other service branches have not done this. They have not come out openly and said, hey, we uh, want to bring you back in. And the reason why this is, is honestly because of a Democrat congressman named Adam Smith out of Washington, who is kind of holding up things on the Armed Services Committee from allowing the military branches to openly just recruit everyone and make it a rule. But the Army is going ahead and doing this now. So a couple things. One, if you're in the Army, you got that separation code that you didn't like, this is your chance to get that fixed. And if you need help fixing that, please do not pay someone. You can go to my social media, and I literally had three people this week, one was a listener of yours, Rob, uh, thank me because I've walked them through the process on social media on how to file a Board of Correction for Military Records uh, adjustment to their discharge, and they got approved. So you can do that for free on my social media, and, and again, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, at Tommy Marquez. It's all the same handle, at Tommy Marquez Consulting. So the Army is doing this now, and they're saying, hey, if you fill out these forms, we're going to upgrade you, and we could potentially let you back in. But here's my thing. If you, I, I talked to some people when this came out Thursday at the Pentagon, and here's what I'm hearing. That if you were in the Navy and this happened to you, if you were in the Air Force and this happened to you, if you were in the Marine Corps and this happened to you, if you were in the Coast Guard, if you were in the Space Force, guess what? 
if you go to the army right now, they're in such desperation to get their numbers up. They may waive your general or dishonorable uh, and other than honorable discharge if it's solely related to the COVID vaccination refusal. And they may allow you to join that military branch. Now, two things. One, if, you know, you've been trying to get your military discharge upgraded and you weren't in the Army, this could open up an opportunity for you to get another uh, shot at serving your country and getting that general, that, excuse me, that honorable discharge, which is so imperative. But two, this could be an opportunity if you do a good term in the Army, getting an, another honorable, and then going back into your respective branch following that. Uh, and then there is a long shot chance that all the branches are going to open this up. But right now the army is doing it. So this is a major uh, win for those army soldiers who were separated because of refusing to get the COVID vaccine and an opportunity for them not only to get their uh, discharge upgraded, but potentially come back into the military. So this is a big thing. And, you know, I, I hope, if you're one of those service members, that this gets to you and, and you get to do what you want. It's a great step, Tommy, but th this also doesn't correct the lost time on lists they had, promotional exams, the time they lost it, uh, in service and everything. It's funny you say that, Rob. Yeah. I, I completely and wholeheartedly agree. So let me tell you something else that I heard when I was in D.C. recently, and it's being floated around. There is talk, because remember, Congress went back and said, you need to make these uh, – discharge individuals whole again. There was talk that, again, was shot down by that uh, congressman, Adam Smith, out of Washington, to give them back pay and, re and recall them. But now there is talk that they're going to allow them to get that time served as credit so they can get their, you know, uh, time of they come back in and they'll give them the gap there. So it counts towards their military retirement, but not necessarily their pay. Now, I agree wholeheartedly. This is not, you know, a, a lottery ticket. They're not winning millions of dollars. But it is a step in the right direction, and I think this is the beginning of the tide completely turning for these individuals. And right now, I guarantee you, I had a general or honor other than honorable discharge. They can feel this is a major victory because at a minimum, now they'll be able to get their GI Bill, their VA home loan. Um, ed, uh, education benefits beyond the GI Bill, potential education benefits for their children, all those things. And also, if they had to pay back their bonuses and things like that, that might get taken care of too by doing this. So this is a, a huge step in the The first thing is the hardest to fall, right? So this is a step in that direction. No doubt, no doubt, and and back pays. Uh, even even I would say that's separate, uh, secondary at this point. Just time in service and time for promotion, I think, would be the most important thing to get back. I mean, obviously they left; Absolutely. they were doing other things, but th those are things that really don't cost them a lot. It doesn't cost the DoD a lot of money that they could make that wrong right again, and and take the bad ta taste out of these these military members' mouth, where you know they they were treated harshly, they were treated badly, they were treated poorly, they unfairly. were discriminated. Yes, they were treated unfairly and discriminated against. Absolutely. And again, I want to encourage everyone: do not pay any of these attorneys to go fill out your DD form one forty nine two ninety three. 
if you can join the military and you pass that competency test in the ASVAB, I guarantee you can fill out the paperwork. If you need help, I have videos up on this. I'm going to do a new one that's live and it's absolutely free on how to do all this so that you can do it for absolutely free. And I mean, I can prove, I can show people messages of people who said they watched my videos, they did it, and they recently just got approved for upgrades in their discharge. And some of them, they're just, you know, they're going to name their kid after me. One guy told me, I said, don't do that. <laughs> but but, but a congratulations to those people. And, and, it, and you do that at, at Tommy Marquez Consulting, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn. And it's great to hear that one of them was a listener from our area. So I appreciate that. And thank you for that, Tommy. Uh, what are your plans for Thanksgiving? What are you doing? Well, I got my niece coming in from West Point. Um, I have my nephew here in Texas with me and my wife. And I got my other niece coming in from San Diego. So I've got three out of the 52 nieces that I have and nephews coming over. So we're going to do a, a, just a family day. I don't have time to dive into your theory about not Black Friday shopping. I'm adamantly, strongly opposed to that. I, I am a Black Friday deal shopper. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but that was always on base, never at the mall. So we'll see. But I'm going to enjoy the freedoms of Texas. I'm going to enjoy time with my family. I'm going to pray to God uh, for blessing me with another year to be thankful. And uh, I'm going to ask him for some more grandchildren and uh, <laughs> put pressure on them to see me again for Christmas. Oh, I appreciate that, Tommy. Give my best to your family. Tell, tell, tell your West Point uh, cadet there that, that we wish her the best. And if she needs anything, we're here for her in Northeast Pennsylvania. Absolutely. She, she threatened me to say... Go somebody, beat somebody, but I said I won't do it. Not uh, on Rob's show. I won't, I, I won't I think do the, it. I think the uniforms speak for themselves one day a year. You, you know, uh, The rest of the time, it's uh, one team, one fight. Tommy, thank you for joining us. Absolutely. God bless, Rob. Thank, thank you. You too. It's uh, 424 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather. And thank you, Rob. This traffic update is brought to you by Pentella Data Internet. My best advice is just stay where you are. Uh, it just seems like people are driving, like, erratically today. For some reason, we do have a wreck 380 northbound near Toby Hanna. We have a fender bender crash on North River and North Main Street, 44 areas are getting on the, uh, right around the Cross Valley area that might be holding you up a bit. And very heavy traffic on 81, both directions from Wilkesbury to Scranton. You can expect it to be a bit jammed in the Pittston area in particular. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. This afternoon, wintry mix changing to rain showers, becoming breezy, high 45. Tonight, rain ends, gusty winds possible, low 40. Wednesday, partly sunny with a few spotty showers early, high 53. Thanksgiving, a mix of sun and clouds and a little breezy at times, high 48. Friday, partly sunny, breezy and cold, high 40. Currently 38 degrees with some rain outside right now. At 426 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It is uh, 430. It says cold weather. It's, uh, the, it's funny how the weather changes on a computer. 38 degrees outside. Again, it's going to rain all night into tomorrow morning. Under, under one of those things of don't do dumb things. Uh, Wilkesbury mom is charged with kicking police during her son's arrest. 
A Wilkes-Barre woman kicked a police officer in the leg in an effort to prevent her 16-year-old son from being arrested for driving while high on marijuana. Jennifer Marie Padilla, 31, of Madison Street, is facing aggravated assault charges stemming from an altercation that took place shortly before 2 a.m. Monday in South Wilkes-Barre Boulevard and East Northampton Street. According to the complaint, police pulled over Padilla's teenage son on suspicion of driving while high on marijuana. During the stop, a woman could be heard screaming on the phone that the boy was not going to give consent to any blood tests. The mother soon arrived at the scene, standing in the middle of the street while screaming that everyone smokes weed and that the police should arrest all of Pennsylvania, according to the complaint. You're all under arrest. Everybody freeze! Well, the mom ignored repeated orders to get out of the street, was nearly struck by a passing car as she continued yelling, police said. The officer then arrested Padilla, who struggled as they worked to place her into handcuffs. When officers tried to pat her down to check for weapons, she screamed that she would only allow a female officer to touch her. Sorry, the second you were told you were under arrest, you lost that choice. And uh, proceeded to kick backwards, striking the leg of an arresting officer. The mother was ultimately subdued and restrained with flex cuffs on her ankles as well. They charged her with aggravated assault, resisting arrest, obstructing justice, and disorderly conduct. She was uh, arraigned by Magisterial District Judge Brian James Tupper on uh, Monday morning and released her on $25,000 unsecure bail. Preliminary hearing was now scheduled for December 4th. How's your Thanksgiving now, Mom? First of all, don't you win the, uh, you're, you're not going to win the Best Mom of the Year award. Having your 16-year-old out at 2 in the morning driving around smoking marijuana and then trying to justify that everyone smokes marijuana. So it's okay that your 16-year-old son is smoking marijuana. And then you uh, tell police that uh, everyone smokes marijuana, so you should arrest all of Pennsylvania. Well, that's not. How is it all our fault now? <coughs> so again, chalk that up on not what to do during your interactions with police. Brought to you by Rob O'Donnell. It's uh, 4:33 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 439, 38 degrees outside and rainy. It's a point in the show where we honor our heroes across America who made the ultimate sacrifice. 67 police officers made the ultimate sacrifice on this day throughout history across the nation. And just like yesterday, none from here in Pennsylvania. I think this is the first time in the 10 months of doing this show that I've ever had back-to-back no Pennsylvania law enforcement officers um, making the ultimate sacrifice. So that's a good thing, especially on a week of Thanksgiving. I know Thanksgiving's a little early this year, so it won't be always, but uh, hopefully we continue that record and not have any on this day. But that being said, this holiday week for a lot of people, it's not so for our first responders. It's not so for our medical personnel. It's not so for a lot of people. So my thanks go out to you, regardless of the type of work you do. If you are working over this holiday, if you are an essential person doing that job on 
days like Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving. Um, my thanks goes out to you. And it, it truly does. I know what it's like to work holidays. I know what it's like. I remember my uh, my first year being a police officer. I, I was I was still in the police academy, actually. And we had the police academy on Thanksgiving Day. It wasn't a day off for us while we were in the police academy. And um, my... I was living alone. My family moved up to the, the Boston area. I was living by myself. I was in the academy that day, that evening. And I had uh, my Thanksgiving dinner at a diner down the block from the uh, the police academy. So I know what it's like to work. I know what it's like, you know, to be alone on a holiday. So, again, my thanks goes out to you. On this. Uh, we're testing microphones here, Nikki, so that's why I asked to, to use that one, because when that one was turned on, this turned into an echo chamber, so see, we're going to see if there's a, that's doing that one now. That's a problem, isn't it? All right, how are we now? How is this? Oh, I can hear you good. Uh, I sound like a tunnel again, right? So, so you can only have one mic on at a time? That's what it appears. Now it sounds like I'm in a tunnel. All right, so. let's try Nancy's, because there's two people who do the morning show yeah so she sits over here so we'll just move and we'll test it so i sound fine now can i hear all right you? how about this these two mics work good interesting hmm so jake take uh -huh. a little note of that i know we'll have to Three deal with four. it we'll have to deal with it next uh, next week probably but yeah so now you know nikki um for tomorrow and if somebody did wish us a happy Thanksgiving, Nikki, but I told them, they asked that if, if neither you and I weren't going to be in, be in tomorrow, but I believe you're, you're in, in tomorrow. I'm in tomorrow. Yes. I will be here. Don't worry. Nikki took Monday. I'm taking <laughs> they Wednesday. Were, they might have been hoping I'd take off, <laughs> but no. No, no. No. <laughs> well, it's good to see you here again, and it's I hope nice you have a happy you. Thanksgiving this I weekend. I hope you have a very happy Thanksgiving. Traveling. I haven't packed a thing yet, and I have to leave at like four in the morning tomorrow. You're a guy. You just yeah. throw in whatever. Yeah. It matches, yeah. doesn't match. Doesn't it's not like I'm going out either. I'm going to be around my son's house. So anyway, you much wear whatever. You, you anyway, don't need makeup or hairspray or anything. You never know. I might want to get <laughs> freaky for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to do something with that beard, but that's people okay. People are going to run with that. It's <laughs> no shave November. I'm not shaving. No shave November. Again, no shave November. Yep. I've been. Do never mind. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. TMI. TMI. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We're not even drinking. Come on now. Can we open that whiskey? Right? TJ brought me whiskey. Well, it's time for traffic. And, and I think the whiskey would go great in my coffee. Mm -hmm. uh, this Penteladata internet traffic update brought to you by Fire Tree Conawago struggling with... No, the timing was bad. I don't drink, just so you know. Uh, this Pentella Data Internet Traffic Update brought to you by Fire Tree Conawago. Struggling with addiction? Fire Tree Conawago is here to help you. Visit firetree.com. It is bumper to bumper on Wilkesbury Township Boulevard. Very slow, dipping below 35 miles per hour. Avoca to. Um, DuPont or Pittston on 81 southbound, and it is a little bit jammed up on North Main Street in Plains. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Thanks. 
Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, rain ends, gusty winds possible, low 40. Wednesday, partly sunny with a few spotty showers early, high 53. Thanksgiving, a mix of sun and clouds, a little breezy at times, high 48. Friday, partly sunny, breezy and cold, high 40. It's currently 39 degrees here at 445 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 448, 39 degrees and rainy outside. We got some uh, some traffic updates. Uh, River Road in Plains Township by the company called Tough Techs. There's a fire truck there, but they really can't see what's going on. And because of that, North Main Street in Plains is jamming up because they're diverting traffic off of River Road. Traffic's pretty bad in the area, so thank you for the texter bringing that in. It's funny, the text to talk, I got a jumble of text beforehand. I couldn't make it out. It says, River Road on Plants, River Road in Plants, just past Top Texas, closed in both directions. I was like, what? So uh, that's what we get there. Um, you know, I like to talk about this point of the show, with a, you know, history from our area. And I was looking from, for some things to, you know, with Thanksgiving and, and bringing it up. And I, and I found this. Because it's it's native to Pennsylvania, and it, it kind of goes unnoticed because of all the other things that I'm about to mention here. And it's called the, the Treaty of Shakamoxon. It's also known as the Great Treaty or the Treaty of Philadelphia. It's the counterpart to the foundation stories of Virginia, John Smith and Pocahontas, you know, a very more commonly known and, and well-known story. And New England, the first Thanksgiving. These all happen about the same time. So, you know, we've all heard about John Smith and Pocahontas. Obviously, we've all heard about the Pilgrims and the first Thanksgiving. But, you know, have you ever heard of the Treaty of uh, Shakamoxon, which is also known as the Great Treaty and, like I said, the Treaty of Philadelphia? Um, it's in a historic agreement between William Penn, the founder of Pennsylvania, and the Lenape, Delaware, Native tri American tribe. It was negotiated under the shade of a large elm tree that was is now of what is now Philadelphia in 1682. The treaty aimed to establish peaceful coexistence and fair land dealings between the Pennsylvania colonists and the Lenape people. The agreement was notable for its relatively peaceful and respectful nature compared to many other interactions between European settlers and Native Americans at the time. The Lenape agreed to sell land to Penn. In return, William Penn pledged to treat them justly, avoid encroaching on their lands, and maintaining a positive relationship. Through the Treaty of uh, Shakamoxon, did not entirely prevent later conflicts and disputes. It is remembered as an early attempt at fair diplomacy between European colonists and Native American tribes in the region. The exact details and interpretations of the treaty have been the subject of historical discussions and debates. Um, it's It wasn't an official treaty, it was more of a doctrine because uh, Quakers were not allowed to s settle into treaties. So it was more of a doctrine and understanding between the two at the time. But when you bring in, you know, the week of Thanksgiving here in Pennsylvania and the other things that were going on at the time, John Smith and Pocahontas and, like I said, the Pilgrims and the first Thanksgiving in New England, it kind of goes unnoticed. So I wanted to bring, a, a, you know, Pennsylvania flair uh, William Penn always comes to 
mind when we when we talk about that and uh, some history here. And again, it's there's they've gone back to William Penn's schedule at the time, and they they're saying that the dates are kind of uh, because of his his tight schedule of everything he was doing. They think it may have might have fallen a couple of weeks here or nor there of the day, but it's still it happened around the same time as you know the John Smith Pocahontas story in Virginia and the uh, first Thanksgiving up in New England with the Pilgrims and, and the Indians there. So you know a little uh, here that um, little history from here in Pennsylvania on the Thanksgiving time frame, not the exact day, but the time frame, the period, let's say. And if you want to, you know, look into it a little more, just look up the Treaty of uh, Shackamoxon, and um, you'll you'll find a bunch of things on it. Again, that's a a synopsis of everything I put together. I think I got that from three different news sites, three different historical sites, and kind of pieced it together to to fit in the the piece I have here. But um, you know, there you go for your little. Uh, if you want to consider useless knowledge or useful knowledge for your Thanksgiving table. Here and to do some research on your own. See, I see, I read things like that. I see things like that, and I do a little research. I go down that rabbit hole. You know, I I, I did a little search. I got the name of the treaty. You know, Shakamoxin, and I started reading stories on it. And before I know it, I'm like four or five stories deep. You know, forty minutes time gone by, and I'm I got a show to get ready for. I can't go down this rabbit hole of William Penn here in Pennsylvania, but it's it's worth it. That knowledge is the things that helps us grow as people. It's uh, 4.53 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 4.57, 39 degrees outside. Just got an update on that uh, North River Street in Plains Township. It looks like a fire broke out in the Gulf Station there. Uh, most of the road, if not all the road, is blocked. So it uh, it appears they have the flames knocked down. There is a tower um, truck for the fire department there putting water on the uh, Gulf Station, it doesn't look like the pumps were affected, but the building itself appeared to have uh, been damaged by fire. So the crews are battling that fire. So be aware that if you want to avoid North River Street and Plains Township at all costs. I saw these two things put together. A friend of mine posted something um, for Thanksgiving on his social media page. And uh, I, I saw this story where uh, employers are unhappy with the state of higher education. 67% of participants responding strongly no when asked whether they thought higher education institutions were graduating students with relevant skills that today's business community means. And it says employers are fed up with college waste, opt for skilled blue-collar workers instead. They said regardless of the education these spoiled college kids believe that they've gotten, they'd much rather hire hardworking blue-collar workers and teach them what they need to do because of their work ethic. Um, something you might want to take into consideration before you shell out multiple tens of thousands of dollars for your education. And when I saw that, a friend of mine, Barry Morgenstein, he's a he's a world uh, a national renowned headshot photographer, a good friend of mine. He's done my headshots. He's done pretty much everyone in media's headshots. He wrote a letter to Norman Rockwell back in 1974. Uh, sending him a picture that he drew of one of his of his paintings. And Norman Rockwell himself signed this letter, typed letter back to him, and said, you know, thank you for letting me see your sketch of my outward bound picture. I'm returning it because I know you want to keep it. 
I would suggest if you are still interested in art when you finish high school, that instead of taking a college course, which is fine for aesthetics and history of art, you go to a good art school where there is a good teacher and you can learn to draw from models. So Norman Rockwell in 1974 was telling this young teenager, don't go to college. Don't take college courses for fine art, which is fine for aesthetics and history. Go to an art trade school. Go to an art school where you can learn to physically perform art and do art. Uh, You know, I found that pretty momentous back in 1974. Uh, Even then, Norman Rockwell, historic national artist here in America, telling somebody, forgo college, go to a trade school and learn your art there. 